Welcome to the Voice of Faith with Evangelist and Teacher Kate McVeigh. We trust that you'll be enriched by the Word of God as Kate shares her message, Restoration Plus. This week's message is available to you on cassette for a gift of $5 or more or on CD for a gift of just $10 or more when you write to Kate McVeigh Ministries at P.O. Box 1688, Warren, Michigan, 48090. You can also call us toll-free at 1-800-40-FAITH or order our resources on the web at www.kmministries.org. Let's now join Kate with her message, Restoration Plus. For your soul. Remember Psalm 23 says, He restores my soul. One definition that we read uh, of that word restore is to be safe in mind. God wants you healed in your mind. What is our soul made up of? Our mind our will, and our emotions. God wants you restored in every single area of your life. He'll restore your soul. Maybe you're hurting. Maybe you've gone through a, a, a real hard time. Maybe you've lost a loved one. We know that no one could ever take the place of that person that you have lost. But do you know that God is able to bring restoration to your life to the degree where he will bring healing in your heart? I heard a testimony about a pastor. He, he was married and his, his wife died young and he lost his wife, and he was so hurt, so grieved. But he started trusting God for restoration. He said, Lord, I know that you, could, you can never replace my wife. I mean, she was precious to me. But God has restored him to such a degree where actually God brought another lady into his life a little bit younger than him, a younger woman, and, and blessed them. And he got married, and he is so excited and happy. He has more joy than he's ever had before. Now, this person didn't, could never replace his first wife, but he said, the Lord has just restored me, and he took all that hurt and all that yuck and all that junk out of me. God has brought restoration to my life. God will restore your soul. Amen? Another thing that God will restore, we can see from the Scriptures, is that God will restore you when you miss it. Has anybody ever missed it before? Let me ask you a question. How many of you ever missed it for the same thing? Like more than one time. How many of you ever missed it for the same thing? Like a lot of times. <laughs> okay, have you ever felt like, Lord, I'm coming to you for the 92nd time. Here I come again. Some of you, the greatest miracles that God is going to do in your life is the miracle of getting you out of the mess you got yourself into. But God is so good and he loves us so much that even when we mess up, even when we blow it, he's not just going to leave you there. But God will help you if you will reach out to him. If you repent, you say, God, forgive me. God's not just going to leave you stranded without help. God said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. How many of you have kids that have missed it before? Okay, have they ever messed up pretty big, pretty good? Have you kicked them out of your family and disowned them? No. You always love that child, right? That's the way God feels about us. He's always reaching out to help us. I think about a story about Joshua. Remember Joshua? I mean, here Moses, he had watched Moses be out there in the wilderness with all these millions of people, and then Moses had died, and then the Lord said, now, Joshua, it's your job to lead these grumbling people. 
into the promised land. Maybe Joshua was feeling a little bit overwhelmed. He had watched Moses split the Red Sea. I bet Joshua was thinking, Lord, I don't know if I got that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I got what it takes. But yet God anointed him. Remember he said in Joshua, the first chapter, as I was with Moses, so will I be with you. How many of you believe tonight as God is with your pastor, as God is with any other minister that you know, so will God be with you? How many of you believe that tonight? And so God anointed him, and he was doing really good, going along good in his walk with God, and things were going great, and then he messed up. There were some people came to him by the name of the Gibeonites. Remember the Gibeonites? And they came to Joshua, and they said, Joshua, we have come from a far land, and we are po, P-O, po. And then they said, Joshua, we need to hook up with you. And remember, the Bible says that Joshua did not inquire of the Lord. And he hooked up with some people that he shouldn't have hooked up with. Have you found that many times in our lives, we, are in, we get you know, entangled with the wrong people? We get in trouble because we got hooked up with people that God never intended us to be hooked up with. Are you here? And a lot of times we didn't even inquire of the Lord. You know, you have to pray about the friends that you hang around. They, they can call themselves Christian. They can speak in tongues. They can carry a Bible and have Jesus pins. But they might not be walking the walk that they're supposed to be walking. And we need to inquire of the Lord who God wants us hanging out with. So Joshua hooked up with this group of people. And then what happened is they ended up fighting in a battle that they were never supposed to fight in believe sometimes there are some battles that we go through that we were never supposed to have gone through. Maybe you got yourself in a mess and you are in a battle right now. You know you got yourself there. That's exactly what happened to Joshua. He got himself in this mess. He got himself entangled in a battle and the Lord said, wait a minute, this wasn't on the game plan. But guess what God said to Joshua? I'm not just going to leave you there, but because I have a covenant with you and you gave your word to these people, I'm going to get involved in this battle and I'm going to fight in this battle with you. And God said, I'm going to bring you out of this, Joshua. I'm going to bring you through to victory. And if you study it out, the Bible says that God literally got involved in the battle. And the Bible says that God threw hail, H-A-I-L, hail from heaven and got involved in Joshua's battle. Do you know that even when you mess up, God's not going to say, you know, I'm not having nothing to do with you now. You messed up. Fight your own battles. But when you see God, the Lord will get involved. He won't just let you go through something. But he'll get involved in fighting that battle with you and bring you on through to victory. God will restore you even when you get yourself in a mess. That's why we ought to be in the restoration business. Do you believe we ought to be like God and help restore people when they mess up? Remember over there in Galatians, the sixth chapter, verse one says that when you see a brother overtaken in a fault, in other words, you see someone miss it, you see him sin, you see him blow it. The Bible says, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Notice what God said. You ought to restore someone when you see him miss it. Don't talk about them. Don't get on the phone and call everybody and say, hey, did you hear about so-and-so? Do you know sometimes our flesh just wants to tell? Have you ever been around someone and, and, you know, certain people just pull stuff out of you? Have you ever gotten around those folks? I try to avoid those people. And then, you know, have you ever been around somebody and they're telling you something and you had the missing piece? 
And then on the inside, you feel the Holy Ghost saying, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. And how many of you said it anyways? Have you ever been there? <laughs> but the Bible says instead of talking about somebody when they mess up, instead of judging them, the Word of God says restore them. Do you know what real spiritual people do is they try to restore? He said spiritual people. Are you here? I don't know about you, but I, I want to sow mercy. Sow mercy. Why? Somewhere down the road, I might need some of it. And the Bible says we're going to reap whatever we sow. So let's get in the restoration business. You probably know some people right now that should be in church. Maybe at one time in their walk with God, they were in church. I know some people like that right now that I'm thinking of. When I first got saved as a teenager, that they were, they were at one time on fire for God. But for some reason or another, they're not in church anymore. They're not living for God the way they should be, and they are miserable. Did you know the most miserable person in the world is a backslider? Because they know there's absolutely nothing out there that the world can offer them, and they know they're not where they ought to be. But I'm thinking about these people, and maybe you could pray and ask God to show you some people that you can start praying for, that you can believe God to help restore that person back into fellowship. I've been ministering to this one person, and, and they were so shocked that I wasn't judging them and all preaching at them because I'm a preacher and, and saying, you know, you horrible thing. But I said, you know, God loves you. God understands what you're going through. Come on back home. Come on home to Jesus. I believe God's going to restore. Some of you have some children that have gone away from God. I believe this is the time that God's bringing supernatural restoration to your family. Amen. So there's a lot of things as you continue to study the scriptures that God will restore. He'll restore so many things. But another thing that God will restore, and we'll close with this, is that God will restore your finances as well. Go with me to 2 Chronicles chapter 2. 2 Chronicles 2. He'll restore your money. Anybody believing for some money? You ought to be believing big time to sow into this building fund. You have an awesome opportunity presented to you. Do you know there's actually a scripture, I don't know exactly where it's located, but one translation talks about how if you help build God's house, he'll help build yours. Anybody read that before? Okay, yeah. So he'll help build yours. This is your prime opportunity to go, God, I can help build your kingdom. And as you sow, I encourage you, as you sow into, the, into your church's building program, as you sow, believe God, release your faith. That God will help build your house. Help get you in the house you want to get in. Help pay off the house that you're in. You have a right to believe for it when you sow. God will restore finances to you. How many of you ever lost some money? Anybody lost some money over one thing or another? You ever paid too much for something? You ever bought a car or something like that? You buy something and then down the road you see, oh man, I could have got it for, for so much less. You ever been tempted to get really upset about that? Oh, I've been there. Been there. <laughs> I've been there, done that. But let's read something here in 2 Chronicles chapter 25. This is an account about a king who hired an army to help him fight, and that's not what God wanted him to do. And he paid a huge amount of money. Actually, he paid $1 million. So you thought you were upset. When you didn't get that coat, you know, you paid 30 extra dollars for that coat you're wearing, okay? But let's read this here, Second Chronicles 25, verse number 6. 
It says of the king, and he hired also a hundred thousand mighty men of valor out of Israel for a hundred talents of silver. Now, if you look up a hundred talents of silver, it actually means one million dollars. So look at verse nine. And Amaziah said to the man of God, but what shall we do for the hundred talents which I have given to the army of Israel? So he already paid these guys. And then he's saying, don't use them. I've paid them. And listen to what he, what he said. And the man of God answered, the Lord is able to give thee much more than this. Whoo, I like that. Listen to what God said. So money's been missing from you. So you spent too much. So you lost some money. Notice what he said. God is able to give you a whole lot more than this. Here he just, he just wasted a million dollars. And God said, don't worry about it. I'm able to make it up to you. In other words, what was he saying? I can restore that money plus. When God brings restoration, he brings it with interest. Restoration Plus. We are out of time for today, but this week's message, Restoration Plus, is available to you on cassette for a gift of $5 or more, or on CD for a gift of just $10 or more, when you write to Kate McVay Ministries. That address is P.O. Box 1688, Warren, Michigan, 48090. You could also call us toll-free at 1-800-40-FAITH or order our resources on the web at www.kmministries.org. When you email or call us, be sure to ask to receive Kate McVeigh's newsletter in our free resource catalog. Also, please let us know the call letters of this station. If this broadcast is a blessing to you, then we are asking you to please sow a special seed to help pay for the airtime in your area. Your continued financial support makes this broadcast possible and helps us to continue sharing the good news of God's healing, saving, and delivering power in this community and around the world, both on radio and television. Thank you for your prayers and financial support of this ministry. Well, have a great day in the Lord. Thank you so much for listening today. And as always, remember that faith is the key that unlocks your victory. 